Can these bones leave? Also, can the bones leave? Can the bones leave? Now, it is an important word that every believer should know. It's what every Christian should understand because it's in the heart of the Father. Unkulunkulu umais atemshabing as his people. Umshaba, the world system is set up such that everything will be against you. You have been, before you were born, you just set up to lose. That's why some of us who were born out of wedlock, that alone is supposed to frustrate me. I was born out of wedlock. I'm supposed to go on drugs, messed up. I'm supposed to feel like my father rejected me. That's the enemy. And when you are small, something happens to you. There's molestation that takes place. All those things, there's divorce, everything. So your ego is just it's organized such that it's against you. It is very difficult for you to make it in life. Because everything, everything is just so set up that we fail. That is why no man can do without God. It's not possible. Because we are born into the system. He is the prince of the power of the air. He preaches negativity, he preaches depression. We put on the TV, he owns it, he owns the media. He owns those mountains. There is one of the mountains, there are seven mountains in the kingdom. Of which you have come across some of you. But he owns everything. So everything speaks against us. He even puts friends around you who are going to ensure that they pull you out of the will of God. The school you go to, there will be a teacher there. I'm going to say what one man told me many years ago when I was in standard 3. Do you almost standard 3? Nothing is going fine. He told me, he said, I don't want you in my class. He was very close to saying, You're stupid. You're good for nothing. All those people, we are surrounded with those voices. I know a child who told me that my, my, my mom swears at me. Even our own family members they speak down on us. So that you want to achieve it. You will be like your father. They told you, you will die nothing. You didn't have a willpower. Tells you in your face. Some of the things I have released, but I have freedom to share yeah. them. Because what happens is when we go through these things, let it forgive and forget. There's no such thing. We forgive. Yeah. It depends on the measure and the intensity. Every time I fail to use my left hand, I will remember that somebody took my hand off. But if you step on my foot, on my shoe, I can tell it. It's mine. Yeah. What God does, He takes the udos, the stink, yeah. out of it. So that even if I do remember it, it doesn't hurt me anymore. Yeah. Yeah. So we are surrounded. I remember my, my family, Anis Nakula, the pandemic shot. So I would go to my father's place. And they would tell me in my face, 
I was a little kid. I didn't understand the politics of the family. None of my business. I don't even know what happened. They were telling my face, they put me one side. What are you doing here? We don't belong here. And somebody told me when I was what's the word? I want a father. That's my business. Everything else is not my business. Yeah. What I'm saying is all of these things are, are just so set up that we never make it. So that's what the enemy wants. In your life there will be a lot of bones and dead things. He wants to kill everything yeah. around you. So that your life is reflective of a valley of dry bones. But by the grace of God, God gives us the places of the relationship with Him so that we don't have to bow to the voice of the enemy and begin to walk according to the enemy's desires and will. He gives us ease for us to be able to wage war against the enemy and push back. I don't have to accept the fact that, oh my Lord, now this is a fact. They died from alcohol. I watched them, men, great men, so smart. Just little things, they may be put to trial until they were nobodies. I watched them dying of cancer of the, of, of, of the lungs and everything else all, all stopping. And the enemy would then whisper in your, in your ear, this is, this is your life, this is, this is you. Yeah. By the word of God, when you begin to walk with him, he gives you a divine perspective, or divine perspective. Divine perspective. There is an earthly perspective. It's what But then there is a divine perspective which we get from the word. This is what we keep in our heart. This is what we fight with. That's what makes us different. It's the word in our hearts spoken through our mouth. Amen. So what the first thing I want to bring to our attention this morning What he really desires I get the end of this service we want to pray with him and then anoint you with oil and then I want to cover concerning the laying on of hands because they know laying on of hands is important it's a doctrine in actual fact three weeks ago we were at the gates where we live in the apartment. Now, apparently, you see that the guy comes and he is asking for money. And so, what happened? What happened? And that's why I lay hands on his tongue and I pray in Jesus' name. The guy threw up and he's screaming. He's like, Ugh! and people are walking past the Texas and they are looking at us and he's oh, throwing up everything under the fingers. The whole tummy is just wet. And I'm just, just praying and, and I leave him for a few moments and I will talk and then I put in my hand on his tongue and he goes, it's animal. And so we pray, he throws up a bone and people are looking, I'm waving high in the prayer, and he throws up again in Jesus' name. Now, so there's the laying on of hands. Now, there are certain things we've been doing here because when I establish the foundation truth first. I don't want you to believe that your answers are in me laying on your hand on you. You need to have the word in your spirit. So the guy left there, he has a lot of blobs of stuff from the tummy and he just, oh my, are you fine? He said, no, I'm fine. 
Can I go to church now? No, I'm not going to church, it's a waste. <laughs> and uh, he doesn't have a phone, he lost his family because of alcoholism. So we'll be praying after the service in Jesus' name, just uh, trust in God. Now let's, let's begin, by the way. Uh, is like a canvas. ไอ้ไอ้ตัวบ่าคนน่ะอีกตัวบ่ายาเอเมนน่ะก็มีตัวนี้ตัวบ่าคนโซแอสอินเดอะสปิริตอีสไลค์อีสไลค์เอ็
They say of being locked up in these church buildings does not help the world out there. Yeah. Amen. So let's let, let's carry on because I wanted to understand that as much as the enemy wants his image on the canvas of the earth, God the Father wants the same. He wants the same. He wants his will to be seen and to be done everywhere. When he looks from heaven, he wants to see himself in every nation, in every race, in every community. That's the will of God. That's the will of heaven. It's not for us just to have conferences and Sunday services. He wants us to be the salt of the end, or salt of the earth, light of the world. Hallelujah. But there's a problem. There's a problem. This is why when you switch on TV, on CNN, and all these cable networks, there's this problem. That means That's why when you walk into a family, a household, there's problems. Husband and wife, and children, they should think they're problems. Because Now, Uches will not die for the second time. There are people on earth. It's a holy breed. It's called the body of Christ. Washed in the blood. He has given those people authority on his behalf to do certain things for him. He reveals to them what is in his heart. And they begin to be his hands and his feet. And they speak on his behalf. Where there is chaos, they bring order. Where there is death, they bring life. Where there is depression, they bring joy. That's the agenda, that's the will of God for the church on earth. Say Amen. If you look at church that way, you will never be born. Because you know that there is a mandate. How do you mandate? Beyond choruses, beyond worship, beyond preaching in the pulpit, there is a role for all of us to play. Now he wants the canvas to be filled with his image. But there's a problem because as certainly there are 168 hours. Three hours belong to him on Sundays. More or less, because even within those three hours, people are not even focused. Even in church. Even during the sermon, you got people just switch off. So even the three hours in a week, he doesn't even have it. The enemy has the rest of the hours. 165 belong to the enemy. He does whatever he wants. They switch off Monday to Saturday. And for three hours on a Sunday, they go to a venue. They connect microphones like this and they put a pulpit and somebody comes in front and they sing songs for those three hours. Gentleman comes or a lady comes and they minister, preach the word. And that's it. Do you, are you with me, Basalwan? I wanted to understand what's in the heart of the Father for you to have a revelation of what church is about and why this Kunangawinamishanje should be taken Seriously, because an average Christian, Mamutanda, does not think that God deserves the rest of the canvas. 
No, they don't think so. In actual fact, to be honest with you, we pass alone and Every year, we will be painting just the corner of the canvas on Sundays. Just the corner of the canvas. Every every Sunday, you come. What about some chukwai that bring you? Say. Because we think that Jesus shouldn't be at the mall. Jesus shouldn't be at the school. Jesus should not be in my work. What is he doing there? He's got no business. But the rest of the world is out there. And he's counting on us to step out and be the salt of the earth and the light of the world. So we're painting this, this corner. And the rest of the canvas is just, is just full of the devil. Because when we step out of here, the guy on the parking lot, the person keeper, there goes the word out of the window. Whatever that was preached. And as soon as I go down that room again, this taxi guy just cuts in front of me. Oh, he just sucks it out. All the little bit of the word that was that remained, it just sucks it out of me. Same old because we think that when we when we say amen, we leave everything within this world and we step out as ordinary people. So the Lord God wants us to be aware that He deserves the rest of the kindness. Amen. So He wants to rule in our homes, in our marriages, in our relationships, our finances. He, he, he wants you to give me a presence on your social media yeah. thing. It's a presence there. Yeah. Otherwise, all that we are giving him is these three hours and it's not enough for him to do anything. This is why the world today, lots of people are going to die and go to hell. Your neighbor that you have never shared the gospel with, even when you know that they are about to die, just, just, this doesn't count. This thing belongs in church. I can only talk about Christ in church. And the, the person invites you because when I saw but there to be a spirit. No so-called spirit. When we're supposed to lead them to Christ, fear overpowers you. The system just speaks against you. Look at all these people are cool now. All you do is, I guess, cool air. Yeah. I go to... No, what they wanted was for you to lead them in the sinner's prayer. Yeah. And they slip into eternity forever. And you and I were there. Yeah. Now, I want to link what I'm saying to what I'm supposed to talk about today. How do my life is a canvas? My life is a canvas. Which means my marriage is a canvas. The Lord Jesus must be reflected there. Yes. My family is a canvas. Yes. In other words, mankuluma, every word, every action, by every word, every word, by every action, I am painting. 
So if if everything that I do is based on scripture and I walk according to the word, I am pleading. And when if I conduct my marriage with to my wife according to the word, I am pleading. The canvas of marriage reflects Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. If I don't do that, if I don't do that, it reflects because there is no gray area in the spirit. It's either Jesus or it's the enemy. So I want you to understand that because it's going to lead us into something which I need to talk to you about this morning. So uh, the, the, the agenda, you might turn out the enemy is to have a presence in your life. To have a presence in your life. Stop has gone. He wants to, he wants to have a presence. He wants to appear. He wants to dominate in your life in more ways than one. He wants to be well represented. Amen. Alright. Now, this is what I need to draw your attention to. If you want to know the enemy's ways, let's we're gonna go there just now. The the logo, logos was around logo and the logo of the enemy, what he wants to see, you know, once he is he, part of your life and if you sign his logo is 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 is, is death. Skull and dry bones that he wants to see. Yeah. He wants to see that in your marriage, in your finances, when he looks at your finances. All he wants to see is dry bones, no skulls lying around. When he looks at you in terms of your marriage, that's what he wants. They are marriages. People live together, but this is nothing. One person uh, sleeps in the lounge, you sit there, but when they step out of the house and they're in the car, all looks well. But it's a marriage that is dying. And the enemy is intentional. Eventually, he wants to see bones and scars in the marriage everywhere. That's why God's people must be prophetic, must have a word in their hearts. Oh, you no matter what the enemy is trying to do, I know how to respond. That's, what, that's why I'm preaching this message today. Because he will always do that. Rest assured, when he moves, this scripture says the thief does not come except to steal, to kill, and to destroy. How to steal, kill, and destroy. So what he wants to see in Blaniago is dry bones, dry bones, dry bones. Death, death, death. That's what the enemy is about. Let me basic paraphrase. It says this, the enemy does not show up other than to steal, kill, and destroy. That is his preoccupation. Yeah. That's what he exists for. And he has a whole army of demonic entities yeah. who are sent in your life and in my life 
to ensure that these three are brought about. They steal, they kill, and they destroy. He wants to see death everywhere. And then there is almost a one on a no, it's not about soldiering. The enemy is intentional, out intentional about pulling you down. It's not, it doesn't play games. This is why the particular scripture says our enemy. It says the wrestle not against flesh and blood. In other words, our, our enemy doesn't have blood. They are not they are not human. They are serious beings. They don't go on holiday. They don't breathe. They don't eat. They don't sleep. All they are bent on doing is to ensure that they see this in your life. Survive without prayer. How you survive without fasting? How you survive without reading the word every day? They are ruthless. They hate you with passion. They wish you died yesterday. Committed suicide. They give you they plant thoughts in your head. Not every thought that you have is originally yours. Some thoughts are planted in you. Like suicide. You're standing on the balcony and he says, jump. No, jump forward. I told you, I tell you, you must tell him, no, you jump. Why don't you jump? Why stand right? So, the whole point is this. He wants to see stolen dreams, murdered bank accounts. And a murdered bank accounts. It's a resuscitation. We don't even know the school fees. School fees is due next month. Stationary. And you're like thinking, what's going to happen, Lord? But the Lord God has redeemed you. So that what causes Umdua Kolo to lose their mind. What causes Umdua Kolo to sink into depression. When they think about the future. Because you have faith in the creator of the universe. And you have a revelation of who he is and who you are. You begin to wage warfare and you do certain things which we are going to discuss today. Yeah. And confront him in Jesus' name. Let me know it's all right, it's all right, whatever will be, will be. That's the enemy. No, we cannot just accept whatever the enemy says. It's not the will of God. No. No, Master Bunje. Look at whatever happens, what happens. What are you doing in the town? You're going to go to the school of Ubalina. Maybe you're going to go to the school of Swashon. Nine is a Kali Nemes. No, it's just one. Nine is a Kali Nemes. Only show, only show. Whatever happens, I'm telling you, baby. Nothing. Let's see. No, no, no. See, that's another thing. 
You must know the will of God because according to the word of God, Romans 8, let's Bible it. His will is good, perfect, and acceptable. Yeah. It's Romans 8:12. So not everything ends in a life must be accepted because it could be the will of God. Yeah. No. This is why Um Salwani must know the word and study it. We are able to fight against those things because when we put the will of God here and what we are going through over here, it does not match. So it gives us authority to fight against what we are going through because we know it's not the will of God. Amen. Amen. So it comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy. Now let's go to the valley of dry bones. In Ezekiel 37, I didn't put it up there, it's a long scripture. But turn with me in your Bibles. Because Romans Zalani must be prophetic. Romans Zalani will go through tough times. And you must be equipped. So that when we go through, go through those things, those things are, are fine. Because they, they, they never last for us. And they are meant to strengthen us. Amen. Uh, go in your Bibles, please. Are you there? I'm waiting for you to go to Ezekiel 37. Amen. Ezekiel 37, verses 1 to 10. That is something I need to show you there. Every Christian must, must, must hold a Bible. Isn't it too difficult, Amen. Alright. It says, The hand of the Lord came upon me and brought me out in the spirit of the Lord and set me down in the midst of the valley. And it was full of bones. Then he caused me to pass by them all around, and behold, there were very many in the open valley, and indeed they were very dry. And he said to me, Son of man, can these bones live? So I answered, Oh Lord God, you know. Again he said to me, Prophesy to these bones, and say to them, Oh dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. Thus says the Lord God to these bones, Surely I will cause breath to enter into you and you shall leave. I will put sinews on you and bring flesh upon you. Cover you with skin and put breath in you and you shall leave. Then you shall know that I am the Lord. So I prophesied as I was commanded. And as I prophesied there was a noise and suddenly a rattling and the bones came together. Bone to bone indeed as I looked, the sinews and the flesh came upon them and the skin covered them over, but there was no breath in them. Also he said to me, prophesy to the breath, prophesy son of man, and say to the breath, thus says the Lord God, come from the four winds of breath and breathe on this land that they may live. Let's read those three lines there. So I prophesied as he commanded me, and breath came into them, and they lived and stood upon their feet, an exceedingly great army. Hallelujah. Now, let me just give this to you. His favorite site is a valley of dry bones. There's nothing he enjoys more than that. Very the life of dry bones. Why do you think this put something called Nyamupe? All these things are introduced to the young people. And uh, so that eventually, 
It's all just chaos and it's death. It's all just, just a pile of dead bones. No life. Whatever you were born and created to do, you shall never become it. You surround with friends. Let's move on. So that's the first thing. So that particular scripture, it talks about because he wants to teach him something. But what seems in the natural as a done, dead, dusted situation in the realm of the spirit, God looks at things differently. What looks as though it's impossible. What looks as if nothing can be done beyond this point. Always has a different perspective, and that's what God wants you to see concerning your financial life, your marriage, your relationships, and every facet and aspect of our lives. That when you open a certain room and door, your finances it looks dead. You must know through scripture that it's not over yet. Say hallelujah. Amen. How many of you here are prophetic? How many of you know what prophetic means? To be prophetic, I'm going to talk to you. Being prophetic today. So that you are never intimidated. Because that hallelujah. We call what? Amen. Sweet. And I'm glad. Yes, that hallelujah. That hallelujah. Today, my bank account will be minus whatever it is, but. Because in your personal covenant, it will always be like this. Because the Bible says, those who trust in him shall never be put to shame. That's what it says. And he's a God of integrity. He is like, say hallelujah. So he wants us to see life through his eyes. What he wants me to see, through his eyes. Through his eyes. Because that valley of dry bones can be very intimidating. This is why my moves for long prophethood. Can these bones live? I am asking was Because in the natural. It seemed as though it was done. That is what is happening in our lives today. There is an area in your life where you know yes. that death has creeped. Yes. Getting it. It's either in your children's life, something is there are symptoms of death sooner or later. Flesh will be stripped off them and they'll be dry bones. Or your finances, but there is an area in all of our lives. You see what there are symptoms over here. Now, as a child of God, we must do something about it and refuse. Refuse for the enemy to sink us to that level where we are depressed and we don't know what to do. There is God in heaven. Oh, there is God in heaven. Now sometimes we'll be called upon to do very strange things. 
But remember that man who was in the grave for four days. Four days dead. This is why as a believer alone, let your call at faith. It has a strange personality because I bow into the to natural law. According to intent or natural law, that man was not supposed to be bothered at all. Don't say anything to Lazarus. Why are you approaching his grave? But because is whatever he Umshama has says heaven comes he says no not for you this is why Psalm 91 says a thousand may fall on your side and ten thousand on your right hand but it shall not come near you what is applicable elsewhere does not apply necessarily to a child who is in covenant with God but if you don't have a kingdom revelation of things, you will say, oh, 1,000, 1,000. And they have died. 10,000. Oh, 10,000. I am done. But the word says, no, 1,000 may fall and 10,000. But it shall not come near you. Now the Bible also says, my people perish. Because they lack knowledge. Goodness, that you will never experience. And there are breakthroughs in life you will never reach. Because there is stuff you don't know. It's what we've always said in moment of our Because if as much as these things are taught, but if you don't know how to use them and you don't have a revelation of them, you will die and perish having learned, but you did not know or did not have faith to do it. Yeah. Amen. Amen. So he says to them, prophesy. He tells you, he says, prophesy. Or you prophesy. Now I'm not talking about being a prophet. Now it's deeper than just saying words over your situation. Amen. Amen. Now let's look briefly. Let it come to prophesy. Because you must know as he called him, I'm watching. I'm watching. When we say prophesy, when we prophesy over people, how do we prophesy over people? But what is not known to most people, we prophesy over circumstances, over dying things, over dead things. We speak. When you prophesy, I'm going to explain to you what prophesying means. But that's the will of God. When we prophesy, we, we, we speak the will of God upon a situation. We speak the will of God over a situation. Let me repeat that. When we prophesy, we speak the way. Prophesy means you take you take a promise in, a, in, a, in an area. Let's say the doctor told you that you have a you have cancer in your breast. I'm gonna to come to those things. Now, but the word does not talk to you about having cancer. No, it does not, it does not, it's not part of covenant. But everybody in your family has been having that. Yeah. Now it has come here. Everybody has died in your bloodline, they've died, and you watch them. Oh, 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 no mama. 
Now you go to the doctor and the report, the diagnosis says and in your mind immediately you are done. No, not you. Because you are in covenant. This is why because it will take one person to receive light and revelation for that thing to be broken. Say hallelujah. So number one, when we prophesy over something, we speak in we speak the will of God over that situation. We tell the situation. No! According to scripture, angel. I may, I may be feeling this way today. When I touch this thing, I can but it, 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 it's not the will of the Father. This is where you begin to understand the difference between truth and fact. But I'm going to come to that maybe some other time. Number two, when we prophesy, we command, out we command, we command. a God-ordained outcome yeah. or verdict of over a situation. Yeah. So we command a God-ordained outcome. I prophesy it's going to be like this. And then you direct the situation to the word because it's written here. Yeah. It says in this particular scripture, you, you speak to the thing. Yeah. You pour the word over the situation. Yeah. You pour God's word until the situation shapes up and becomes like the word that you're speaking over it. Remember, I'm not talking about song. I want to grab what I'm saying to you and run with it. Because sooner or later you will be called upon not to call you for this, but at one in the morning you have to get up and pull the sword out and shoot and face the enemy yourself. Because we have been raised to be dependent on so-called apostles and prophets to the point where you cannot an average Christian does not know how to pray on their own without lifting a cell phone to call their pastor. This is why God wants you to be militarized so that you can fight for your family. You can fight for your marriage. You can fight for your children. And the doctor says, what, what comes to your mind? Of course, we're going to call us because we are family. Yeah. But there's a level of warfare that must come from you. Whereby you lose sleep, you say, Enemy, I refuse with my boy. You will not have him. I refuse with him in Jesus' name. And you begin to fold up your sleeves and you go into warfare for your family. In Jesus' name. So when he puts him in the valley of dry bones, it's reflective of reality in our lives. From time to time, the enemy will make you to come across such. This is how I want you to respond. 
we have no idea how we're going to make it the following that's why we pray somebody comes and they buy groceries now suddenly i've got food in my tummy and i forget our problem is too much comfort this is why from time to time in corn with, with a handsome bed balance and food on every shelf just take some time off this stuff and go to the father and begin to pray because that is or do is temporary it perishes it must be sustained at the level of the spirit don't be fooled open the fridge everything is there oh no know what's up know that know what's going on but within a twinkling of an eye this thing can go it must be sustained you must support it on your knees in prayer in the name of jesus say hallelujah amen now I want to just mention four things. Amen. Before, before, because there's just four things, by the way, that I need to mention. Just give me some time. Don't worry about the kids. Amen. And how do I? I'm trying to find words to explain this to you. But you can see this scene. How many colonies get according to the word in order to drive death out of our lives? Wherever it shows its head, just be careful of the brain and the they can push that thing off the stand. Alright. Number one. How many of you are writing? How many of you take notes in church? You must have, you must have a habit of taking notes in church. Alright? Take notes, take notes, and go home and look over it. Amen. Even if you have a if you have prayer meeting with families, go over it. But you must, must develop a, a habit of taking notes. <clears throat> now there are four things that need to happen for us to drive death out and invite life in. Number one, you don't just wish the bones were alive, you speak to them. Amen. You don't, you don't just wish it. You must be actively involved. How do you actively involved? Actively involved. Now, for you to speak, I'm just, I'm just trusting God, but so just, just bear with this whole thing here. Let's yeah. visit what I'm saying. Yeah. We'll be out of here in the next 15 minutes. <laughs> Let me repeat that point. You don't just wish that bones were made alive. You need to speak to it. Yeah. Amen. In other words, you must learn to speak. Must learn to speak, not to sing a song only. Yeah. Not to sing a chorus only. You must learn to address these dry bones in your private space, yeah. in your personal life, in your closet. And address them. They must know your voice. They must know how you sound like. Yeah. What kind of authority. The reason why they are so many is because they feel unthreatened. Yeah. So no one is speaking. There is no voice coming to address them. So that's what we do. 
We did that, son. I'm still number one. Yo, for me to be able to speak to my situation, there, there, there are two things there too. There are two things there within that thing. All right. Number one is it's your heart. Your heart must be right, which is your condition. That's your engine. Your heart must be right. Out my heart. Is my condition. Because it doesn't matter how loud you speak, if your if your condition is not right, they don't respect you. Those things that are messing you up, messing your life up, they are demonic spirits. They have no respect for you. It doesn't matter how loud you pray, you pray for four, for four hours flat. If your condition in the spirit is not right, we have no respect. They are not obliged to listen to you because you live a double life. They don't, they, don't, they don't play like that. They don't like us. We get fooled. Those things don't get fooled. Those things know us for real in the realm of the spirit. So, number one, our heart, our condition must be right. Number two, your mouth, which is your ignition, not ignition. So, two things you need in order to speak and have authority in the spirit. Number one, it's your heart, it's your condition is the engine number two it is your mouth because we move things through our mouth that's the ignition it generates a spark and then it gets things to move so you must you must be able to speak you speak with authority because your condition is right you live in holiness you live in righteousness you live a repentant life say amen, amen. sometimes you say but yeah cool why are things not happening? Because this is the situation, Barcelona. If you have a good engine, if you have a good engine, in other words, you, you walk in holiness, your heart is right, and you are repentant, but have a faulty ignition. In other words, you don't pray, you don't release God's word through your mouth, your car won't move. So you need both, you need, you need to have walking repentance, Walk in righteousness, walk in holiness. Yeah. Your condition, the engine is right. But you need the ignition. The ignition is, is, is what gets things moving. Yes. Or what can happen is this. You can have a good ignition. In other words, you, you speak the word, which is what happens often. Yeah. You speak the word, you prophesy over your future. But have a broken engine, the condition of your heart is not right i live in sin i walk in unbelief i walk in doubt the car will not move say i need two things the condition of my heart which is the engine and the good ignition which is what i say i hope you are getting that Amen. Now let's go to the scripture in the book of Genesis. We're almost done. It says, In the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was without form and void and darkness was over the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. Then God said, Let there be light. And there was light. God spoke it. God is holy. The condition is 
why the angel is perfect. But that one move things until he speaks. So walking in holiness alone, you must learn to live a life where you release things through your mouth. Get things to move in the spirit. Be a person who is given to much prayer and prophesying over your own life, over your own children, yes. over your finances. Yes. Let's quit sleeping for too long because as I sleep, things deteriorate. Say hallelujah. hallelujah. So God, he says, let that be. He releases words through his lips and his, as he does so, things begin to shape up according yes, to what Lord. he has said. Yes, Lord. Now this particular scripture, it says, death and life are in the power of the tongue and those who love it will eat its fruit. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. If I sit there on the chair, lean well like this man here, sitting over here being holy, but if I don't say anything, nothing is going to move because the ignition is not working. I must learn to speak why? Because death and life are in the power of what I declare. Say hallelujah. John 3.10, it says, beat your plowshares, just write this down, beat your plowshares into swords and your pruning hooks into spears. Now listen to this, it's prophetic. Let the weak say, how did let the weak say? Let the weak say, I am strong. I am strong. Now, if you're not prophetic, you think that scripture, there's a contradiction in terms. Then, because how can if I am weak, how can I be? How can I say I'm strong? No, I, I, I am declaring an outcome. Yeah. The weakness is is the present. Yeah. But a prophetic person imposes God's will yeah. on what is current. So you say I am strong. You prophesy. The mouth must move. Yes, you must speak life upon yes, yourself. Yes, I am weak, it's fact. You go to the doctor, he gives you a diagnosis. He says, I will, will look at your skin. Your x-rays are showing one to and they give it to you. Yeah. Now that's a fact. It's a medical, it's a medical report. You cannot contest it. It's fact. But the word of God speaks of truth. Yes. Truth is what heaven says about you. Jesus. I don't know if you understand what I'm saying. Yes, Lord. He said, I am the way, the truth, and when the facts of life are presented to you, yeah. with all the diagnosis and all the big statements and everything else, what is God saying? What is the truth of God's word? Concerning your tomorrow, Lord. What is the truth of God's so This is why it says, Let the weak say, Let the weak say, I am strong. Why? Because that's how heaven looks at me. That's how they see my future. So I can declare it in the present, irrespective of the current circumstances yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm not lying
I'm being prophetic. I don't deny. Peter Johnson said, faith does not deny the fact. It just refuses to be influenced by it. I refuse to be influenced by the facts. Because I know the truth. Now, that's the spirit of faith. Oma, when you call, if you can walk and leave like that, there are few things in life as it's of Dula Umay Bambi. Go to Mark 11 23. Almost done. Says, For assuredly, do I have that? I don't have that. Let's read it. For assuredly, I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea, and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that those things he says will be done, he will have whatever he says. Whatever he says. Remember that angel who came? says, I've come because of your words. Daniel was praying for 21 days. And the angel says, I've come because of your words. You opened your mouth and you released something. In response to what you said, I have come. Yeah. This particular scripture says, whoever says to this mountain, mountains can be spoken to. Yes, Lord. Mountains can be commanded. Yes, Lord. There are three things you do with the mountain. You, you climb it, you walk around it, and you cast it out. Yeah. Amen. Amen. There's three different types of mountains anyway. Amen. Now, the second thing was when it, that was all under. Remember, I spoke about uh, you don't just wish that the bones were alive, you speak to them. Yeah. Now, the second thing that you need to understand you speak to the dead bones as if they are a person. You speak to the dead stuff as if you are talking to a human being. I don't know if you understand what I'm saying to you, Barcelona. Ezekiel said, oh, dry bones hear the word of God. He's speaking to them. As if they, they hear him. Of course they hear him. So we speak to circumstances. Because circumstances have ears. They can hear the voice of the Lord. They may not hear our voice, and our, but they hear the voice of the Lord. When he's speaking from the Spirit and you're prophesying, the word of God upon them. They, so when you have a heart condition, you speak to it. You like this, you point at it. And you're giving it marching orders. You call yeah. it. You can pray, but, but sometimes you to speak to you. Put your hand over here. I command you right now in Jesus' name. You have a scripture open. A particular promise that connects to your prayer. It says, according to the promise, I am a child of the kingdom. Yeah. I am a son, child of the covenant. Yeah. Something is happening. Yeah. You look at it. I command you right now in the name of Jesus. Yes. According to this, on the basis of, and you call the scripture, Psalm 103, verse 3. He heals all your diseases. Now, if you are not a person of faith, let that two call and then you show the Bazaar. Why don't you call? Let that you show. I don't know what concept you have of call. 
your life teaching. No other person may find. Of no time, Mila. Please flow up and down like so many. So many. When you sit down, what is it? I said, I said, I said, I said, I said, I said, I we need to learn to, be, to, to sit down and be. We need to unlearn a lot of nonsense. Yes. All of unlearning needs to happen in the body of Christ. Yes. And we begin to walk according to what God wants us to walk in. We are, we are almost close, then we're going to pray. Because there, there are things which the Lord said I must do today. We need to prophesy over, over you. Yes. Over your circumstances now, we have authority to do so even in your finances because we, because we tithe. My, my tithing grows incrementally. I give every month. It grows. Just keep on growing. Do you think it's easy? No, it's not easy. Yesterday, the Holy Spirit says, "Go give her 500 rand to this." So I went, said, "Sow a seed." Because we have to move out of this very yeah. too small. When people come back, I don't know how we're gonna sit here. So we trust in God for his little friend, another one in some hotel somewhere. So it's give, give, just give it. Whisper to me. You can just say F you have FNP, I can't just press go. You just sing something and that's it. Oh God. Eventually I press. I have five hundred books. But we need to be able to do so. Yeah, no. Otherwise, there are things in the spirit you don't qualify to speak in the area. According to spiritual jurisprudence, laws of the spirit, you cannot open your mouth and speak in that area. They won't listen to you. But can I finish this next week? Amen. Just stand with me. Because I just need to pray with you. I need to prophesy over Thank those dead things. I'm gonna finish this next week. Thank you, Amen. You just stand up. Everybody, just stand up. Just look around your life. Any anything that is intimidating, it smells like death. It's just got some symbols and, and, and there's marks of death. Whether it's, it's it's finances, whatever it is, it's it, your career, something. I want you to begin to look at that thing because we're gonna pray today. Trust God, and I want you to learn to begin to speak over your own situation in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's just pray for a few moments before I, I pray with the Lord. Father, we thank you for your word this morning. We thank you for authority that you have given us. We say before I give you power to travel upon Satan and scorpions. Lord, you are able to shut the army of the Lord and the Give you authority to trample upon serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. And nothing shall by any means harm you. We shall not end the way the enemy wants us to end. Yes, Lord. Impilo Zeto shall not end the way the enemy has. For we are your people. We are your inheritance. We are heirs of the kingdom. 
You brought us here for a purpose. We shall live and enjoy life. We walk in protection. We walk in protection. We walk in divine health. We walk in peace. We walk in prosperity. In the name of Jesus. All the witches and all those who are into witchcraft were plotted in darkness against us. Our names are on different altars. Our names are mentioned in dark rooms. The planning, plotting, our downfall. They think they own us. They think they can do whatever they want. But they forget that the blood of Jesus speaks. It speaks on our behalf. They forget that the judge himself is our father. The judge of the whole universe is our father. And Father, this morning in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I pray, I pray for your people right now. In Jesus' name, I plead the blood of Jesus upon their finances, upon their marriages, upon their relationships, upon their circumstances, upon their physical well-being. Lord God, in Jesus' name, I speak, I plead the blood of Jesus. I declare right now, in Jesus' name, for you planted us, you put us in the city to be a blessing in the city, to speak on your behalf, to declare your will over your people, to give them your heart, not the voice of circumstance, not the voice of fear, not the voice of intimidation, but the voice as God would speak to them. You want us to release it today in the name of Jesus. So we break right now the works of the enemy in the name of Jesus. We destroy the plottings of the enemy in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Father, lose your angels. Lose your angels, oh God. Angels, let them be destroyed from heaven. Those that are meant to help us to fulfill our preordained purpose in the end. Let them come and begin to work with your people in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. We speak life. We prophesy success. We prophesy a future over your people. In the name of Jesus, we speak Jeremiah 29 and Jesus, Jesus, Over your people in Jesus' name. Yes, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord. In yes, the name Lord. of Jesus. Yes, Lord. For the Bible says, I know the plans that I think toward you. Because of peace, not of yes, evil. Not to give you a future. Yes, Father. And a hope. Oh. No matter what the enemy has whispered oh. in the ear of your people. Yes, Concerning their tomorrow. In Jesus' name, we consent today. In Jesus' name. Now, I want, I want to invite you to come forward. There's something in your life that you know of. And the enemy has been speaking concerning that area. And it gives you a lot of, uh, of fear and anxiety. I want you to come forward. I want, us, I want to pray. I want to pray with you. In Jesus' name, amen. 
Hallelujah. Now I'm waiting for you. Why don't you come so I can pray with you? Amen. You know in those churches where you look left and right to see who's coming. There's something in your life that you believe needs the life of God to be released over it. Why don't you come to the front? Otherwise, you have a perfect life for the next time. Yes, sir. I, I, I would love you to know us as a house. When, when, when we make a, a plea like that, why don't you come forward? Don't even think twice about it. Amen. In Jesus' name. We just put this chair. We just put this chair, please. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Just lift up your hands before the Lord. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, the reason why the enemy is attacking and causing dry bones in our lives is because let's see us attack higher. The reason why the enemy attacks marriages is because it is shadow against his agenda. The reason why the enemy attacks our finances is because he knows that our money against his agenda. The reason why he attacks him against his, his agenda. So let us speak as we have been commanded. In our families, we will prophesy, even if it looks foolish, we will speak. Jesus Christ of Nazareth, we break the work of the enemy upon this life. 
we speak life. Whatever dry area right now in Jesus' name, that the waters of blood begin to flow in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, we break. We break the wake of the end. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Let it rain. We say let it rain. 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 I decree. I speak it forth. In Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Father, we pray that we the enemy upon this life. Every dry place. Every dry area. We speak life right now in Jesus' name. In the name of Christ. That the Holy Spirit pray life to In the name of Jesus. The breath of God. Upon Zalini's life right now in Jesus' name. Upon that particular area. Where I prophesy. Every hindrance, every wall, every obstacle. I break it right now in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Father, I speak life upon this area right here. In Jesus' name. I prophesy life. I prophesy health. I prophesy order. Let it be all in alignment in this life right now in Jesus' name. What is the dry thing? Before God of Israel. We speak life. For he brings rain wherever he shoots. He brings rain and he changes seasons as he pleases. Now I prophesy change of seasons in Jesus' name. Upon not one of this life, but all these lives there right now in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, we speak life, oh God. We speak life. All dry bones, all dry bones, we come against you. We come against you right now in Jesus' name. Every dry bone in Jesus' name. Let the will of God be established before fulfilled in Jesus' name. Whatever has been being at war with the see right now, refusing where to break through, I come against it. I, I declare a new season. In Jesus' name. In Jesus, I declare a new season. I declare a new day. In the name of Christ. We say enough. 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 We have been around this mountain for too long. We say move on in Jesus' name. We push into your destiny. We match you into your destiny. Right now in Jesus' name. Father, we, we speak life. We speak life. We prophesy life and destiny upon this woman right now in Jesus' name. In the name of Christ Jesus. In the name of Christ Jesus. In the name of Jesus. We break every dead thing. We break every dead thing. Let the waters flow. Let the rivers begin to flow in this life in Jesus' name. Call us. As a house for the God to align people with their preordained destinies. Now I speak alignment right now in Jesus' name. Wherever their lives were leading before this moment, whatever the cause was, whatever the, the, the path and the direction was, in Jesus' name we say recalculate. In the spirit, recalculating. Be brought back. 
In Jesus' name we pray. Come. In Jesus' name. Reloading God is a variant. Be aligned with your kingdom purpose and kingdom destiny. In Jesus' name. According to the authority you have given us, Father God. We send us as ambassadors in the city. Now we realign destinies right now. I speak order in this life. And a realignment. In Jesus' name, we chose to ignore every sign, every signpost that the enemy has put up. We are not interested. We only want that what heaven wants, that which heaven wants, we want it. And we speak it upon this life right now. I pray that a spine over this life right now in Jesus' name. The fire of God upon it. I speak it. Break everything that the enemy has put up. I release you. What's your name? I release you not longer to walk into a kingdom purpose. In Jesus' name. We are correcting everything in the spirit that the enemy has done wrong. We speak intervention right now in the name of Jesus. We say walk according to your preordained purpose in the earth. Come back. Come back and see your path. See the path that God has set aside for you. And walk in it. In Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Now, Father, we speak life right here. We speak order. We speak alignment. We speak against dry bones. What heaven? It's not written anywhere. We speak life according to your word, according to the promises. For we are led by that which the word declares of our mamacini. Not as circumstances. So I order everything to be aligned with the preordained temple. I declare and I decree right now in Jesus' name alignment. If you have prayed for you, you can just take your seat. In Jesus' name. Lord, you're not in the rest of In the name of Jesus, Father, we speak life. We speak alignment here. Whatever that's dead, we speak life. Whatever the enemy has, uh, has caused to die. Father, in the name of your Son, Jesus Christ, let it come to life. Let the breath of heaven come upon it. We prophesy. Come to life and leave in Jesus' name. Rediscover, rediscover, rediscover that which God had given you before and walk in it in Jesus' name. Walk in it. Let words come alive in your belly. Put your hand on your belly in Jesus' name. Let words. Come alive in your belly in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Father, in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus. I speak order right here, right now. In Jesus' name, upon Matthew's life. In the name of Jesus. I break the works of the enemy. Look around your life. If it does not line up with your will. It's not needed. And so I rebuke it. 
in Jesus' name. All the creativity of the enemy things that he has put around him. It's not needed. I rebuke everything the enemy has put in this life. All the deposit of the enemy. In Jesus' name. I break your power over this life. I speak upon every dead thing. I prophesy life right now. I take authority. Our principality power, demonic spirits, in Jesus' name, I break your hold over here right now. And put your hand on the tongue. It's the rivers that you flow here too. In Jesus' name, Father, thank you in Jesus' name. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for Mantra's life right now. In Jesus' name. Lord, in this Jesus. In Jesus' name. What's your name? In Jesus, bombing us life. Thank you, Father. Let, let that which you saw that we didn't have book in heaven, whatever that is now, we seek alignment with that which is in heaven. In Jesus' name. We speak, Father, I speak, I speak hearing. Let it be hearing. In Jesus' name. And give us sight in the spirit. Let us see. So let there be light and let there be life. In Jesus, let her see. Let her see. Let her see as you want her to see. Let her perceive as you want her to perceive. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. So let there be life. Every day comes to life. Right now in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus. Pray for me right now. Father, God, thank you. For have you, his future looks exactly like the promises of God. His future looks exactly like you declared it. And Father God, even this year coming 2020, we release him in Jesus' name. Whatever soul time, whatever it had held him back, whatever altar, in Jesus' name holding him back, I break it right now over his life. The fact that he is under this roof this morning. In Jesus' name, we preordain will and purpose for him. So I pray everything in Jesus' name, everything he's tied down to, refusing for him to move on, refusing for him to succeed. In Jesus' name, I come against it. I pray it's stranglehold over him. Right now, in Jesus' name, I release him right now. I release him. To walk according to his preordained purpose and destiny in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Let the voice of the Holy Spirit begin to be clear to him. When three doors open, let him know exactly which door to walk into. Because one will be of God and two will be of the enemy. And Father, thank you for the heart that perceives. And the day for the descending of spirits. That when promotion comes for not all promotion comes from heaven. Not all promotion comes from heaven. For the enemy would seek to give you an opening so that he can strip you off and isolate you and cause you to be dry. Father, I pray right now for me. When doors begin to happen, let him understand 
which is of you that you may walk into it and prosper in Jesus. Let's get us on and pray. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. We pray for the children, Mama. Let's pray for the children. Amen. Let's let all the kids come. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Spirit of God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. You want to pray for us? All the little kids, every child that's under this roof. Thank you, Holy Spirit, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Go back, uh, children. Amen. 